0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the next set of fixtures comes into focus before we've even got over the last lot. Michael Beale's targeting three or four additions. As John Lundstrom insists, the gap between Celtic and Rangers is not that big. Uh, Stephen Robinson's out for a repeat of the last time the Hoops visited Paisley when they return this weekend. And Jim Goodwin speaks for the first time as the new Dundee United manager. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson Yeah Doesn't seem that long after the weekend And the full focus is now Back to Scottish Premiership Rangers home game against Kilmarnock Celtic having to face St Mirren On the Sunday But The big drama The soap opera drama Jim Goodwin In the dugout at Dundee United Against the team He left only six weeks ago That is the real drama 6pm kickoff On the TV Fantastic weekend yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. A lot of exciting games there, Gordon. A lot of good, uh, attractive fixtures. Uh, potent games. Teams really desperate for three points down the bottom. Uh, Kilmarnock going to the Ibrox. That's a big, big ask for them. Motherwell, Ross County. That'll be a tight one. But I'm with Mark. I'm looking forward to the excitement at Tannadice. Come on then. 0141-951-1025. It's at that stage in the week where we start to hear from managers and players ahead of a new weekend. Uh, and I think this will spark a good bit of debate because there's been interesting comments from the Rangers camp today. It was always going to be a big focus the next time uh, we heard from them. Michael Beale's targeting three or four quality additions. What do you make of that, Rangers fans? Is that enough? Is that the number you were looking for? Give us your thoughts. John Lundstrom says the gap between the two sides is not that big, despite what people have been saying at the weekend. Again, what do you make of that? 0141951. 1025 and Dundee United fans I think when we left last night we sort of knew it would be Jim Goodwin but it wasn't official uh, they were very kind to keep it I think five minutes past eight uh, when the news broke last night so now we know Jim Goodwin's the man is that the right call or the wrong call for you what about the script that Scottish football comes up with come back uh, to face Aberdeen this weekend and all the rest of it 0141 951 1025 such was the nature of last weekend, Mark Wilson. It may well be on to a different set of fixtures, but actually everything, in particular Rangers, and but Celtic to an extent, everything about this weekend is actually viewed through the lens of last weekend anyway, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. all about, because like I said, today everyone's queuing up, right, what's Michael Beale going to say today? What does the rebuild look like? How have they been feeling? How are they going to bounce back? What's the team going to look like this week? What's the performance? And my goodness, if it wasn't to be a positive result, um, I think we would hear some some lively calls on the open line. So it's all right saying you you look forward, but it's actually all about last weekend anyway. Of course, um, Rangers certainly are under the microscope this week. Um, Kilmarnock not great in their travels, so I suppose Michael Beale could be thankful of that, but. It's not a foregone conclusion by any means. The disappointment that comes after losing a cup final is, is great. But the players have to be professional about it And you're right The the Rangers supporters that left Hamden at the weekend So disappointed Will be looking for a big reaction Three points of course Is first and foremost But they will want a performance to match it Something that they can see Progression Not just scraping by By the odd goal Where another lacklustre performance 
Rangers supporters want to see signs of improvement in style and results. So that's what Michael Beale has to look forward to at the weekend. That pressure on his shoulders, and I'm sure he'll relish it. He, know, he knows the club. He knew he was coming for that anyway. If I, if I was picking a fixture after a, the cup final against Celtic, if I was a Rangers manager, Kamarnock would be my, my, my pick, Gordon. Um, not because I, I think they're any worse than any of the bottom six. It's their away record is dreadful this season. I think they've won two in the road, uh, which doesn't be none in the league though. Yeah, but that's so their away record and going to Ibrox, needing a result, fighting for a life, bottom of the table. The results haven't been good. Rangers coming off that disappointing uh, Sunday against Celtic. Um, I think they'll be only one winner at Ibrox, and I do agree with Mark. I think the only pressure is. I think the Rangers fans going along there and their vast numbers will be looking for not just the three points but performance as well. Come on, 01419511025. Just when you thought you were getting over the weekend's game, we speak to Michael Beale, we speak to John Lundstrom, and it sort of brings everything into focus again. We'll, I'll play these clips in a second, but to give you a flavour, Michael Beale talking about three or four quality additions as part additions as part of his rebuild. What do you make of that? Is that enough for you, Rangers fans? What are you thinking? What are those areas that need prioritised? That one needs to change even this weekend? Would you like to start seeing you know, a, a sign of, of, of a change, a sign of progression? Do you think there are players there that will will pay the price for last weekend? Because he, he was asked um, what he learned and he, he, was, he was quite quick to point out that he did learn things. So 01419511025 right now, please, if you can. And at Clyde SSB... Uh, on Twitter So these are these the, the comments that I was uh, Talking about there um, Michael Beale on media duty Like I said for the first time since Sunday He says they are heading in the right direction Despite that League Cup final Defeat I wonder if you agree or disagree Get in touch All we can take care of is Rangers and improve It would be daft of us after one defeat To throw everything out Everything we've been doing to say everything's not been good enough We've made progress We're moving forward The players look more united We've played with more style. We just didn't perform on Sunday. That's where I see it. Behind the scenes, we're working as hard as ever. If we'd have won, the job's still the same. We still need to improve. We're still behind in the league. We still want to do better in European competition next year. And we still want to improve the squad and re-energise it. All those things were in place whether we won or lost. We lost the game at the weekend because we weren't our best version. And so it was better than us on the day. But that's one game. I think it's fair to judge. I think you know everyone's going to judge regardless of, of everybody's going to be fair to have an opinion. It's very rare in football that you lose one in so many and obviously uh, there'd be a lot of uh, huge opinion divided, I would say. We have to keep moving forward. So also claiming the club needs three or four first-team additions in the summer if they're to get to where he wants them. But what do you think? That's the most important thing on here. Let us know right now. I think we need to recruit three or four uh, that are going to make a massive impact to the team. We need to sort out the futures, obviously, of the ones that are there. And it may be that I feel that we need to, to, to change one or two that are in contract as well. So there's no exact number on it. I need to make a strong team. At the moment, we have a recipe to a certain level. But in that game, we fall, fell short at the weekend. After it, there's a lot of emotions. You take two or three days to assess it. It's your job to assess it. It's not your job to be a fan. And it's your job to sit back and assess 
the players and, and, and who's got the appetite and the quality to take us where we want to go. And I'll keep that in-house, but I'm very clear on that. I've been clear on it for a while, but I'm definitely clear on the direction we need to go. It's just we're not at the summer window. Very interesting stuff. But again, what do you think? That's the whole aim of the game on here. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you make of what you just heard, you two? Yeah, I totally understand where he's coming from. He's right to sound positive uh, moving forward. Disappointed after Sunday, of course, uh, because Celtic showed that there's still a, a, a big weight for Rangers to go to to close that gap that everyone talks about. Uh, the interesting thing for me uh, that he said there was, and I've said from day one, He's got to be given the same time. Hans Postacoglu's 18 months ahead with his plan and all the players he's brought brought in. His transfer uh, markets have been absolutely spot on. You've got to say that. I'm I'm a bit surprised to say three or four gone. I thought, looking at that Rangers squad, you'll look at maybe quite a few going out. Um, your, your definite number one is a goalkeeper. You've got to bring a goalkeeper in. Whether you bring two, I don't know, but definitely one. If Kent goes, you're looking the wide areas. I think you're looking the wide areas on the right hand side. So the both mm. both areas, I think you've got to strengthen there. I look up top, Morelos, Cholak. I think if Morelos moves on, you've got to bring another centre forward in. So I think he's underplaying the, the three or four. I think he may need a bit more. It's difficult because to be fair, Mark, he did also say it was fluid um, and acknowledges that there are contractual situations that need cleared up. And he was talking about players that will make a big impact he might also include you know squad sort of players on on top of that but still he did say three or four quality additions which becomes the headline it's the bit that jumps out for Rangers fans and I think a lot probably will say oh we need we need more than that whether that is the case or not yeah I, I, I couldn't agree more with Daz there and I think most Rangers fans would agree as well um, you know three or four quality players that affect the first team is certainly needed because it's been the same players over what the course of maybe three years, really, that's carried Rangers. And it just looks a bit tired now, if I'm honest. You know, Tavernier, Goldson, Morelos, McGregor, you know, Barisic even. All the same ones that have to go to the well time and time again. And it's coming up short against a Celtic team who are ever-evolving. You know, Ange Postecoglou is not going to stand still. So this Rangers team, it'd be foolish to think that they can keep up. With that side So I think Bill knows that I think 34 uh, He's maybe just said that I think he'll he'll go yeah. for a bigger number In the summer Because there's also a scenario Where Michael Beale's got Half a season Not quite Whatever it is A third of a season to play He wants to mm. win the Scottish Cup He's not exactly going to sit there And go oh, yeah, We need 12 <laughs> new players I'm wiping them all out <laughs> Do you know what I mean So yeah. is, is that worth bearing in mind? I think he, I think he's playing his cards very close to his chest, Gordon. He'll have an idea. Yes, you're correct. You don't. There's guys there that will probably know within themselves that they're not going to be offered contracts. They're not going to be there. They have to make way. Also depends on, you know, he's 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 playing uh, he's playing sensible there three or four because out of that he'll probably be looking to get people off the. But he talked there about guys on contracts. You know, so you're looking at one or two round about that first team that are in contracts that you'll need to shift on because everybody, every club will tell you you've got mm. to you've got to find money to go and spend it and improve what yeah. what you've got. That costs more money, so you've got to make that sort of a you've got to bridge that gap. I know it all it all seems negative, Mark, and, and a lot of that is justified. But you know, Michael Wilson 
we have progressed ultimately I mean they must have are they better now than they were under the, the previous manager yes of course they are well the points total tells you that his points hold since he's come in tells you that you know cup final stands out of course um, in fairness to Michael Beale, he did say before the cup final look if we win it or we lose it it's going to still be the same opinion on the Monday morning there's work to be done so he did say that before Um must have brought some of it into sharper focus, though, no? Yeah, of course, I did. Certainly has when for it, fans. When he says there that you know the reaction over one game, losing one game has been great. Well, that is Glasgow. That's what he's signed up for. When you go into a cup final, when you've got a squad like Rangers who should be getting to cup finals, you're going to come up against the best side who should be getting to cup finals. If you lose it, mm. it is going to be brought into sharp focus. So. He needs to get used to that The expectations on his shoulders In these big games uh, Jeffrey's a Rangers fan First on Jeffrey Three or four quality additions Michael Beale says Is that is that enough? Is that the type of number You had in mind? Well well, Yes um, Just when I was listening to you I think he needs to concentrate On the defence Because Where I sit I, I've got a debenture seat at Hamden So we were directly in line With the goal Um when Moy crossed that ball, I thought, here we go, they're going to score. And the defence stood still um, and let um, Kyogo score. And it was more or less the same with the second goal. I mean, so, I mean Rangers fans have to realise that Celtic are streaks ahead just now because Poster Coglu... Um, with um, managing in Japan, ha- knows the players, and he's signing good players. Now Beal has to realise that he has to do the same. Um, basically, it was a good game on Sunday. It was a good game to watch. We didn't have any VAR, which was good. Um, I thought it might have been more one-sided. It wasn't one-sided. When Morella scored the goal to bring it back to 2-1, I thought here we go, we might have a chance to come back and maybe get into extra time. But Celtic are just too good. Geoffrey talks about you know prioritising defence and the, the nature of the goals conceded. Um, look, we've gone over Sunday specifically quite a lot, but does it come from a, a sort of full team, you know, yeah, rather than just individual members of the back four or whatever? Is it not how Celtic get into those positions against Rangers that would be um, maybe areas to well, look you at can, You can talk about If you look at Celtic They're brilliant at pressing From the front With the energy And the pace that they've got um, If you look at the weekend With the goals um, Jeffrey was talking about Arne Moy Arne Moy played the ball From the middle of the part Out to Taylor In the wide area Who crossed it in for Kyogo Arne Moy Also played mm. Hatate And with the run From a midfield player uh, Causing the defence problems For the second goal so yeah, you can look at the you can question the the back four and you're looking at goalkeeper that probably this will be his last season, but I think there's also a strengthen to be done in the middle of the park. I thought Celtic dominated mostly the the middle of the park as well, and if they're going to get any success against Celtic, they've got to get in there and compete with it. I'm asking a lot of you, right? Because this three or four thing, although it jumps out, we've said earlier we don't know if Kent stays, we don't know if Morelos stays. Um, that might also mean sort of other guys coming into the squad on top. But if, if we do take three or four at face value, quality additions, three or four, what are you, what are you looking at then, Mark, area wise? Um, 
I mean does goalie have to be one of them Well goalkeepers are given Right so you can take that He needs a new goalkeeper So a goalie I think, plus I think the three I Plus three or four Right so, okay, um, okay. Listen I'm with Jeffrey here I'm not convinced that the, the left side of that defence Davies and Barisic You only have to analyse a goal Celtic alone have scored against Rangers And I'm talking back to last February When Ange Postecoglou mm. was in And that wouldn't be Ben Davies' fault then of course No but, but Barisic played a huge part in that But going forward um, you're obviously looking at a, a striker probably because Morelos is up near and I, I agree with that is that right side although Sakalas came in oh, it's and, and done alright for years but, uh, it's, it certainly has they, there is no real symmetry in the side Kent's one side heavily depending on him and the right side is take your pick so that's the standout one midfield area when you looked at Sunday Celtics midfield to Rangers there was a huge difference in how dynamic Celtic was How mobile Celtic's midfield was How mm. willing they were To run beyond the strikers I didn't see Lundstrom Didn't see Kamara mm. When Jack's on the side Serves a different role Doesn't he do it either You know If you're trying to If you're wanting your midfielders To score goals And create space You've got to have guys Willing to go beyond And Rangers don't have that So I mean, what, what Matt's saying Is a full team there but this is the thing right? If it was three or four Quality additions mm-hmm. Additions I keep saying auditions For some reason um, Is that because he was Because I'm thinking about you And your, your music <laughs> video Last night We'll get to that um, But what would be The three or four Absolute stick out No doubt about it Quality areas That That, that need upgrades then For you We're, we're taking the, the Goalkeeper out of the equation But are you though Or is that one of them Well I think well, 100% a hundred percent. I think that uh, you need a goalkeeper that's going to get you. McGregor has bailed Rangers out right. time after time mm. because he's been a magnificent goalkeeper. Indulge me then, because it might be more than this, and we don't know who will leave. Right, I, but I, as, I would, as it stands right now, if I was to say to you, you can pick four because that's four. the number. You can make four. You can strengthen four positions in that starting eleven. What's your priority? Uh, goalkeeper. Right. Um, I've got to say that this will surprise a few. I would try and get a centre back in because I do not think Golson Davis' partnership is going to be good enough to to go and compete mm-hmm. with Celtic. Join your left back. Um, he comes in for criticism, but I think there's more to worry me than that. I think you need a a a, a decent wide player. I think Sakala's in and out for me. I think he, you know, to ask him to go to the well every single week, I don't think he's got that in his locker. Uh, and I would certainly get someone up top as well. Because mm. I think you're going to lose Morella. So if you're going to prioritise it, I think that's where you've got to look at. I can see the arguments for Barisic. Going forward, I think the lad's terrific. Defensive-wise, he gets caught. His body mm. position's poor at times. But... Going forward, I think, and but if you gave him the protection and the right centre backs were there to cover for him at times, <laughs> just get ten guys, run them, then just in a semicircle so nobody can get. Well, He's a well, defender. Well, hold he on. does not defend. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Celtic, I've got two centre halves who I think are very, very good players, and their two full backs got the pitch. Carter Vickers and Starfell are very good experienced defenders that cover the full back areas for them when they get caught out. Two full backs for Celtic can defend. 1v1, first and foremost, can defend. Barisic cannot defend 1v1. I've just said said that, but going forward, his weakness is obviously his body position and and he's got caught a few times, especially in the Celtic games. But 
you're asking for four players You've got to look at What is so Your goalkeeper's the, the priority right away That's my number one You know You can argue that people will say Well we've got Cholak up top That can score goals Yes you have But I think you'll need someone mm. else up there With them throughout the season The wide area is Rangers That's a Achilles heel for ages Is in the right hand side you know, Sakala's went in there and, and gave them that little spark now, but is he the answer going forward? I think Michael Beale will have his own his own strength and position. Do you look in the mid-left part? They've got players, Raskin's just come in, Cantwell's there, Tillman. So you can work that sort of a mid-left part. Yeah, and again, you don't know if does Tillman, is he one of them if you turn that into a permanent signing? Lots yeah. of questions to be answered. What do you think... Of what you've heard today Michael Beale talking about What he learned And the rebuild And what he needs going forward And uh, being positive John Lundstrom says The gap's actually not that big We'll hear from him next But join in please You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson Are here at 0141 We're about to hear from John Lundstrom Says the gap between Celtic and Rangers is not actually that big What do you think? We'll bring in Neil first though Because uh, Neil's got some thoughts I think on what we heard from Michael Beale And replacements and revamps And all the words that are doing the rounds this week What do you think Neil? Uh, I think Rangers are coming to the end of their cycle uh, A lot of the players are still there from Gerard's time And the, the players that uh, Gio's brought in Haven't really really been there They've either been injured or they've not Hit what we've expected. I think if you're looking at terms of yeah, McGregor, McLaughlin, there the times coming, the age of them. So yeah, you're needing a goalkeeper. I would like to see the likes of of Butland come in if if we can afford them. Yeah, I think he's a quality keeper. And I have done for a long time, but also like Gordon stole a bit of the, the, my thunder earlier on because I was going to say Barisic is. We've had him for three, four years now and he always gets caught on the inside. He's always, that through ball, he always gets caught on it and can't can't defend it. His, his body shape's ridiculous and there's nobody there to challenge him. Yilmaz is injured. We don't know where he's currently at. Um, but also Ben Davis, four million and also he can defend. But see, aerially, I, I just don't, Think he's he can challenge for a ball, even if you look for a, a corner. Then before you had Katic, Hollander, when we had corners, we could challenge. We could we could go and attack them, and you could get goals from them. Um, and it, I think is that four million that we've that we've possibly wasted. Then you're looking at Ryan Jack's contracts coming to an end. He's always injured. Great service for us, but I think it's time to move on from him. So you're needing another. Defensive midfielder, box to box midfielder. The right hand side for Rangers has been a problem since Candyman left. Matondo and injured, not hit the heights. Sicala, hot and cold. His his touching control is not that of a a great player. If 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 Sicala has to think, he, he screws it up. He's he's one of the ones that's better off just going and doing. And then obviously you're looking at losing Alfredo as well. So. We need the top So I think you're looking at Quite a spine there To, to be able to challenge yeah. Celtic Yeah I mean Cammy Bell made interest He kind of picked a number last night Said out of the starting 11 Sunday 4 he thinks You know would we, In an ideal world Starts a game Next season 4 4 mm. Mm, Interesting Who's the 4? Mm, Tavernier, Goldson, Kenton Wouldn't it be far away mm, with that, I think, I think. 
Kent Morelos. I think well, it, the sta- yeah, it must have been something like that. If you're talking about mm. the the starting eleven, Colonel Raskin obviously didn't start the game. In case you hadn't heard much debate about that. Um, so again, look, I don't want to pin Michael Beale to this three or four comment too much because he did say it was fluid. We don't know, but you know, does Tillman stay? Kent Morelos, all the rest of it. But again, Neil is. Given the exact type of reaction I thought we would get When I heard Michael Beale say that today Most Rangers fans are hearing this 3 or 4 And thinking I, I believe it's more than that So do I um, I've said it from the start um, I think that obviously He's brought his two in Raskin and Cantwell um, He's maybe looking Saying right okay If I put another 3, 4 I would probably say 4 I, I don't think for a minute He's got 3 to say, yeah, I'd be happy with three. So you get four at six at six signings from January in the summer. It just depends on the players that will leave. You know, question marks. Morelis, will he leave? Possibly. Kent, will he leave? Possibly. That frees up big money as well. So the board might just look at that and think, right, okay, you can add to that list. I, I think there's a, a good argument there to say that he needs more than four. I really do. I, I think he needs more than four And I think if he could get more than four I think he'd be delighted as a manager Is summer. it not also a case Sometimes Mark That's even if they're guys that are I dare describe it like You know Almost kind of on the fence You know Not, not saying that they're majorly culpable Not saying that they're terrible Not saying that they're complete duds But Is that sometimes at football clubs You get to a point where You just need To refresh You You wouldn't don't err on the side of caution with it Don't think Oh well you know, Maybe That guy Maybe he's done as a turn and Maybe he could st- If there's anyone that provokes That type of thought in you Is it time to actually Just pull the trigger yeah. anyway Yeah I think so I think Neil touched on that there When he said that This Rangers team Looks like it's came to the end of its cycle I think he means a full squad And I would tend to agree with that You know even the subs That are coming off the bench We'll always compare this The other side of it To Celtic the subs that are coming off the bench for Celtic excite the fans and they you know, they don't make any difference to the team. You look at Rangers bench and when they come off as is the Rangers fans excited when they see Scott Wright coming off the bench or when Ryan Jack comes off the bench or whoever else comes off. Are they excited that oh here we go, this is going to make such a no, they're not. So you're right, the the full squad needs a refresh. But Daz said early on, the difficulty is when you've got players on contracts And you're wanting to shift them It's difficult And then to be fair You've got that other Issue that's Hampering Rangers Way too often Is Injuries Because you mm. might You might get excited About Kamar Roof Coming off the bench If he was ever fit enough To do it yeah, regularly Because yeah. it's not You know You've clearly seen What, what he Well that's it And Hadji's another one Hadji I'm sure the Rangers fans Were excited when they heard The news he was back And he You caught a glimpse of him And then You don't see him again so it's definitely a problem You could say that about Suter as well You know getting close to fitness maybe And then no, it's another setback So hugely frustrating for the fans mm. in that respect But Bill has to make a decision sooner or later On this You just cannot keep going season mm-hmm. to season With the same kind of core group Of maybe 10 to 12 players And expect different results Neil do you think We start to see any of this imminently I mean I know there's only so much you can do in February, in March. Sorry, the, the window's not open. Um, we saw James Sands going back to his parent club yesterday. Do you think there are any players that that really damaged themselves at the weekend? 
<laughs> well, Mark hit the head, but I see Scott Wright warming up. The, the hands go, go cover my face, and I just I can't believe what I'm I'm looking at. And not no offense to the boy, but he's just not Rangers quality as is, as is Matondo and and quite a few of the players there. Um, Rangers business. I don't think you'll really hear much from Rangers doing any business in terms unless it's some good freebies. Rangers have had. Have attacked that market quite successfully over the last couple of years, getting Bosman and guys that have uh, contracts have expired. So unless we're hearing anything from them in terms of goalkeepers, I don't think you'll hear too much until the summer. Um, but players going out, we know the Rangers fans know who who all needs to go, and I think there's about nine of them are basically wow. happening come to the end of it isn't it yeah it's funny we could, like, there's plenty of time to get mm-hmm. onto specific targets and stuff in the summer but I think Neil makes a really good point about you know what, what sort of market because it's easy for us or anyone else to say they need 4 they need 5 they need 10 that's the number you then need them to be good <laughs> obviously yeah, better than um, your relation and I noticed today and this morning did you see it Preston goalkeeper Freddie Woodman um, but we know the English market can be expensive. The, the fee that was mentioned in the paper was three and a half million, which isn't which isn't cheap. And then Preston's manager Ryan Lowe, presumably joking, was asked about it, and he says, um, "Yeah, they can have him for twenty million." Mm. Um, I think obviously he's got his, his tongue slightly in his cheek there, but um, and that that is the next challenge, Gordon. Once you get beyond the number, okay, are they good players? Are you getting value? The English market can be good and has mm-hmm. been good for Rangers, but it also doesn't tend to come cheap in comparison to. Elsewhere, depending on unless you can find a you know a Joe Aribo loophole sort of thing coming to the end of your your contract, and also and also um, with improving your squad and trying to get better players in to close that gap, you're going to increase your wage bill, Gordon. Uh, Neil makes a point there about nine. I, I I think that Rangers transfer market in the summer will depend solely on how many Michael Beale can get out the door first and foremost, because as I said, it frees up space, it frees up wages. I've got about 11 or 12 written down that you could make a case of mm. getting getting them out the door and bringing in fresh... But for a lot of them, you'll need somebody to want them, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's obviously ones there with their contracts up. You've got your two big ones, your Kent Morelos. Uh, they're the doubts whether they're going to sign or not sign. The question mark is, are you prepared to give Morelos the sort of salary that he's on, which mm. is probably a big salary, one of the biggest at Rangers. Um, but the rest of them, there's a couple there. And, and the ones that... I think frustrates Michael Beale just now and and until Mark said I completely forgot all about him. Sure. You know he's come Meant in to be back in the squad, by the way. Yeah, right. he's he's come this in and, and I like I like him as a defender, but, but you never know, this might be the start of it. Could be. And hopefully for a boy mm-hmm. he gets a run of games without injuries. Thank you to Neil. Let's bring in Stephen and Eastcold Bride. What sort of areas annoying you the most, Stephen, when you hear about, you know, three or four quality additions? You know, what, what kind of area would you prioritise? Um I think pretty much everybody before me has covered off what I was going to say. Nonsense, you can elaborate perfectly. Well, I mean, initially I was phoning up, and again, Mark mentioned about this, right? Jeffrey was talking about the defence, but if the defence is not getting protection from the midfield, and Mark said, you know, that the midfield wasn't dynamic. So there was, there was a real lack of energy in that midfield, in my opinion, with Kamara, Lindstrom, and I felt Tillman's not the best defensively minded midfielder you know, so there wasn't a lot of protection and I mean if you looked at that game in the first 10-15 minutes Rangers tried to press but Celtic managed to get through the press 
And that was because there was lots of pockets of space being left. So the units weren't working cohesively. Now, you know, you could sit there and go through the squad and say, right, that player, that player, that player, that player. You know, I just felt, and I wanted to ask Gordon and Mark if that's where they felt that there was a lack of energy in the midfield. And the midfield wasn't covering the defence and wasn't getting up and supporting the strikers, which left lots of pockets of space for Celtic to play through the press. Yep, for me, I mean, that was my observation on the day. that The, the vantage point that we had, you got a clear picture of what was going on. You know, it looks like Celtic have got loads of space in the midfield because their midfielders run more than any other midfield. It's, it's not rocket science. You see Rio Hattati and you see Moyne, you see McGregor. They don't stand still. The empty spaces for others to come into, that requires energy and, you know, a, a, an unselfish work ethic to clear space. If you look at McGregor and Hattati, they're doing it constantly. And when we saw the Rangers midfield, it was it was fairly static. You know, Lundstrom and Kamara just sat there. Tillman, it's times Tillman just didn't look right to me. And I know everybody said that, but it didn't. I mean, the lack of energy that he showed suggested to me that he was maybe carrying something. So there was there was a stark difference there for me. Um, and if Rangers want to match it or get better, they, they have to improve that area. But I've got to say, I thought when Raskin came on and Cantwell came on, and even Jack... It looked instantly better On the hour mark Whether that was the midfield And Celtic tired maybe a bit It also came on when Rangers scored, scored though, didn't So, so it's that, to, that to brings energy shift. automatically um, so, so Stephen let, let's, let's focus in on that area then Since all the talk about It is about you know rebuilding and whatnot. To Take the, the players in there So Ryan Jack is out of contract Scott Arfield's out of contract With Stephen Davis obviously But he's, he's got that long term injury Um Glenn Kamara's had a lot of criticism on the show last night I think one caller said his 7 year old daughter Would ragdoll Glenn Kamara Which was perhaps a bit harsh um, When you look at those individuals That are in that area of the pitch Who's worth sticking by Who's perhaps Coming to the end of their time at the club Well I know that like Brian Jack's contract's up And he's been rather injury prone You know people might say that he's made a glass But I think When he's He's very capable and he brings a bit more energy and a bit more of a, a forward momentum. You know, so like you talked, Mark said there, I think when the three players came on at half time, the dynamic changed. You know, you've got players that want to play on the front foot. You know, you talk about the Celtic players, Naren Moy, Hitati, Cal McGregor. You know, Cal McGregor is always looking for that probing pass, whereas you look at Lundstrom and Kamara, they seem quite settled on passing it sideways and not trying to drive momentum. You know, Arfield, you'd probably let go. I'd move Kamara on if I could. Um, I don't know whether we'd be able to move Lundstrom on. You know, we've got Raskin, we've got Cantwell. I'm undecided about Cantwell. I do like the look of Raskin. But, I mean, if you're looking at other players, you know, yeah, Borna Barisic at times can, can look pretty poor defensively. Tav doesn't look great defensively. I think Goldson and Davies have got the potential to make a good partnership. Um, the right wing, we talked, somebody talked about Candace, you know, could it probably move on Scott Wright, you know, would you move on Sakala if you get two or three million, there's a, there's a big a big job required and certainly we centre forwards and we don't know if Ryan Kent's going to stay, so there's a, there's a lot that needs to be done. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting few months, that's for sure. Thank you Stephen and Isco Bride who put it all very well, I'm sure you'll agree, but you don't have to and if you want to Pick up on anything that's been said. Now is the time to do it. 01419511025. 01419511025.
0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at 0141-951-1025. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB. And speaking of social media sensations, you two are honestly all over my Instagram this afternoon. Have you seen it? No, what do we do? I did so see it. I, I took, seen it. I took a video yeah. of you um, when you were asked to record a dramatic reading of the Gruffalo. Remember the other night? Oh, it the was for, Yeah, for, it was for something else in here, and I filmed you both while you were doing it. Um, Are we getting a bit of criticism? Because it's, it's World Book Day. Yeah, when that today. was the whole point. So I've, I've stuck the video on my Instagram story, and my word, some very, very interesting feedback. Mm. But I think I could be your agent. I'm going to get you some some dramatic, you know, you know, like. Children's libraries And parties And stuff like that I think you could go along and Let's go to the big stores Do some dramatic readings By the way Sounded brown I get in my car Take the kids to school Switched on the car And Uge. just by chance Uge. And my, my wee boy said Is that you? I said you dad, The mouse I, I, With dad He says The fox <laughs> Who's the fox It's yeah, wrecking, fox. wrecking the reading Do you hear it back? I would like to hear it World book day <laughs> A mouse took a stroll Through the deep dark wood a fox saw the mouse and the mouse looked good. That's Marvin. Where are you going to, little brown mouse? Come and have lunch in my underground house. It's terribly kind of you, fox, but no, I'm going to have lunch with a gruffalo. A gruffalo? What's a gruffalo? I've heard enough, I guess. <laughs> there's, there's 30 seconds left of that, but my face has gone red on, on behalf of you two. I, I don't can't play anymore. not enough time left. Did you like the, uh, the narrator, Marvin Bartley, at the start He was well? great, by the way. He's, he's got a voice oh, for it. He's, he's, he's good. <laughs> Marvin and I could link up but together. You sounded very husky, very... Ah, but yeah, fox, fox is like a fox, character. Yeah, a fox is more a. See when they said come for lunch in my underground house or something, just sounded. Right, you wouldn't sound get a voice a, a fox chat in your door and going, "Fancy a wee bit of lunch?" Oh, come to my house, Grizzly. Aye, a fox has got a bit of. Boot I it was a girl fox. He strolls about, you know, and didn't he specify it was a male? Bins. Honestly, though, the video is worse. So if you hit, if you go into my Instagram, you'll see those two. Your facial expressions are. Am I taking a bit of criticism? That's no, all. do you know what? Just, I'm, just light-hearted fun this look, time. I'll be leaving soon anyway. Uh, I've been handed my notice. In. Hi, we're I'm going neck. <laughs> when, <laughs> when your DJing video comes out, I'm we'll going get, to. We'll get to that later. Don't you things. worry. I've got big plans for you. DJ later on. I wanted to deal on. with your your dramatic reading first, so I can uh, pass on your number for yes, any anyone who needs dramatic readings at any. Literature yeah, yeah, yeah. events in as, the long as, as long as the, the public enjoyed that Then I'm fine to You know Brilliant Obviously right, back, back to the serious stuff <laughs> uh, Tony is in Blackpool How's it going Tony Are you well? Hi good evening Gordon Yeah I'm very good Thank good, you good, and good evening Mark and the other Gordon as well Evening Tony Good evening Tony <laughs> From the Fox Right enough Please Please <laughs> Tony's on to make a serious footballing point Tony I'm so sorry Take it away That's that's okay, listen, I don't know about World Book Day, that would give the kids nightmares. <laughs> and anyway, gents, there's a couple of things, a couple of points I wanted to make. And I have to apologise, because of the way I'm listening, um, I may be a couple of like, calls behind, so if I'm repeating anything, my apologies. No, you're fine. I, I know you were talking about John Lundstrom, and he was you were going to be doing an interview, and I haven't heard that yet. But oh, here we go, right, I'll put you out of your misery very quickly, since you asked. One game. It was it was a one game. We we didn't turn up. They turned up. I think the combination, as I've just said, for that didn't didn't complement each other well. We didn't turn up. They turned up. So it looks like there was a massive gap. But but I don't think there is a massive gap. It's 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 a one game, and 
it looked like that on the weekend. But what do you think, Tony? Nonsense, absolute nonsense. So the first point I want to make in relation to that is Celtic hardly got out of second gear on Sunday. Celtic done what they needed to do and were so comfortable. Now, I know, obviously, we conceded a goal to make it 2-1. And it doesn't matter who you're playing when you're only one goal up and it's a cup final, and of course it is against your rivals, then it is going to be nervy. Um, but really, let's be honest, Celtic didn't look like conceding a second goal. And for me, they didn't look in trouble at any point. And I think that that could have been hammered home at the end, but for a couple of poor finishes, and it could really have been um, three or four one. So I do think that Celtic are our streets ahead at the moment, and that kind of takes me on to my next point. And it's it's a question um, mainly for Gordon, but it's just something I've picked up picked up on that's been said a lot recently. Apparently, you know, one of the reasons we are so far ahead is because Ange Postecoglou is eighteen months ahead of of Michael Beale. Now, I've, I've been watching and listening to shows like this and watching football for 40-odd years. I've never in my life heard this this statement or this comparison before. Where, where did this come into things? It's almost... I know that we are getting credit for the football we're playing. I know that everyone knows that we are rightly where we should be, and there's no question about that. But when did this become a thing that, well, we're so far ahead because Ange Postecoglou's had 18 months longer than Michael Beale. I just, I, I just, I've never heard that before. I don't see how that, how that has any relevance, especially when you look at 12 months ago when Rangers were in the European final. Um, you know, in the year before that, they'd won the league, and so you know, I just think that that that's just utter nonsense. And I have to say, Gordon, you're saying it more than anyone. But what do you mean nonsense? Because I don't really know what you mean. It is a fact, though, isn't it? As well, like, what do you mean it's nonsense? But, but, but when has that ever, in, in football, when has that ever been um, mm. a, a narrative that's been used? I never ever heard anyone saying. But it do, Tony, it does sound like you're quite sort of unaware that, it's, that it is just that compliment to Celtic. When people mention it in the context, right, you sound very angry about it or, or very offended that, that it has been brought up for the first time in football history, apparently. But it's just people saying that when you watch Celtic, you can see that they've had this... 18 months They're so well drilled They know what they're doing You can see it there And Rangers aren't there yet We don't know if they ever do get there Maybe they don't But is that, is that not all it is? I don't know how you've managed To find something sinister in there It's not so much sinister But it's just almost like An excuse that's being used Well no wonder they're so far ahead Because they've had this time longer Can I, can I ask you And it is a serious question Do any of you guys Have you ever heard any other managers have that comparison made? You know that oh well, no wonder Guardiola's so far ahead because he's had so much longer in that job than you know the Man United manager or whatever the case may be. I just I genuinely mm. think it's just something I've honestly, genuinely, as something that I've never ever heard it's, used. It, but I think my reason for not being able to give Tony an example would be because it's just not that deep. You know, it's it's just like. It just seems like a kind of obvious throwaway comment that I don't think requires huge analysis. But Tony, Tony may disagree. Yeah, I think nowadays um, a manager will be judged by his transfer windows, Gordon. You know, and obviously, I think what we're trying to say is, Poster Coglu has come in. His transfer windows have been superb, right? Um, Michael Beale's come into a situation where. And Rangers fans are on tonight um, Telling us that 
it's more than four players and how many have to go and it's a rebuilding and you know complimenting Celtic in a way saying you know the gap's so big that we have to do so much work in the summer I think it's I, I, I wouldn't get too caught up about it I, I don't think it's a criticism I think it's more a compliment it's to the Celtic not a criticism yeah, it's in a, any way I shape think, or form I think it's a, a, a good compliment to the job that the Celtic manager's doing and you did to be fair regularly on this show say you know Ange Postacoglu needs windows He needs time to get the, the team in his form Whether you mentioned a specific number of months I, I, I couldn't be sure But Yeah, but when, when he came in Ange Postacoglu basically came into a mess as well Probably a bigger mess than what Michael Beale came into And he certainly And remember at that time There was a lot, a lot of doubters out there Because nobody had heard of him He didn't bring in his own staff So there was concerns from the Celtic supporters and that's the reason when I was saying, right, OK, before you start judging people, you've got to give them an opportunity to get into the transfer windows, bring in their own players, see what style of football they're bringing, see what they're bringing to the table. And you've got to say, Ange Postacoglu has ticked every box and been brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you've got to remember in this country, it's two teams that can win the league. Let's be honest about it. So when a new manager comes into any of those roles... They're always going to get compared to the other manager and how the other manager has got their side playing to be successful. Because if it's a new manager, it's, it's generally because the other one's been sacked because they're not achieving. So I think it is natural, whether we hear it a lot. I would, I would argue that you do hear it a lot down south. We, we, Ten Hag, it's just came to Man United and building something. He gets compared to Guardiola and Klopp. A lot Graham Potter at Chelsea So I think it is something But here It's so focused on Rangers and Celtic That it's It's more prominent mm, Thank you very much To Tony and Blackpool It's that time already In fact we're late for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Slash football Beat the pundit time You two have had a busy week I must admit Dramatic readings of children's books You starred in a music video last night It's a very special anniversary for you as well Mark Wilson We'll need to get to that So it's 01419511025 And if you want to call us before 7 o'clock It could be you Who plays Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here They've not been snatched away by any talent agencies After their dramatic readings on World Book Day earlier mm -hmm. on Funnily enough, William did tweet to say that His six-year-old is mightily impressed with the storytelling And uh, we now have a new listener Brilliant. Apparently yeah. We're here for yeah, William six-year-old I think is about to be Does William like the fox? Suitably um, confused like the At the attempts on this though, let's do it <laughs> Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, Beat the Pundit time then, straight back to your calls. I was going to say we were starting to see the dust settle from Sunday, but I actually don't think we were. Last night the phone lines were mobbed, and then Michael Beale speaks today, talks about three or four quality additions, speaks about looking forward, still being optimistic. John Lundstrom says the gap's not even as big as people are making out. Uh, and all of a sudden it's uh, right back to it again So if you fancy that, please pick up the phone And you Dundee United fans, you've got a new manager Is he the right man for the job? He's Jim Goodwin And he welcomes his former team Aberdeen to Tannadice on Saturday Scottish football never lets you down eh? Anyway, let's play Beat the Pundit tonight with James in Hillhead How's it going James? 
Perry well guys How are you? Not bad Partick Thistle well. They've started to pick up So you've got a bit of confidence To come on beat the pundit Is that the way it works? Uh, Something like that Last Good. time I called in I think we are in the Premier League Oof Now it's going back Well SPFL Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going back a bit anyway. Well, you never know, never know, getting close to the playoffs. We'll and then see. we've got the old, we've got the Gordon DL derby at the weekend <laughs> against Rafe Rovers. <laughs> okay, but listen, by the way, James is the only Thistle fan on the planet that's claiming you, so that you should no, take no, that as, James, a, please don't. As, as a victory. I was thinking, who are Glenn Afton playing when you, he. You, you, might more, you, you might will. be more fondly remembered by the way fans, but that's just the way things go sometimes. <laughs> it's a funny old game. <laughs> okay, James. Heads, it is Mark <laughs> Wilson and Tails, it's the, the Fox. So who are you in the book? That was the, the, mouse, the mouse. The mouse and the Fox. Mouse, yeah. Ah, that, you played a good part, mm-hmm. Mouse. Well, he's timid. Yeah, I'm And you're fox. sly. No, that's true. More of a strut round mm-hmm. the streets. I think so. Anyway, right. <laughs> the streets. You need to bend bags. And making that really loud noise when you. No, never mind. Um, it's Tails, so it's you, Gordon. It's the, fox. it's the fox up against James uh, from Hillhead. So, what we do here is give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to. We get the clock ready and we set up the questions, James. It's 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer, okay? Do you come back to them if I don't know it? Yeah, no, you, no, no, we just carry on right through them, okay? Okay, no problem. Right, good man, 30 seconds, your time no starts problem. now. Albina Yeti is on loan from Celtic at a team in which country? Switzerland. Who did, Rain, who did James Tavernier replace as Rangers captain? Good. I don't even know his name, Connor Goldson. Which footballer released a book in 2019 titled I, Robot? Uh, Who received more caps for Scotland Malky Mackay or Derek McInnes McInnes James Sands has left Rangers To return to which club Colorado Rapids Okay let's bring back Gordon DL can you hear us I think they were hard because I'm looking at his face (laughs) Do you think they're tough Really I'm telling you I do not not like him doing the, the the quiz Producer Chris He's hopeless He doesn't know anything about football But a rugby question in there Okay I'll say wasps Are you ready? We... Right go Albion Ayeti is on loan from Celtic At a team in which country? Oh Switzerland Who did James Tavernier replace as Rangers captain? Uh, pass Which footballer released a book in 2019 Titled I Robot? Pass <laughs> Up here coach Who received more caps for Scotland? Malky Mackay or Derek McInnes? Uh, Malcolm Mackay James Sands has left Rangers to return to which club? Uh, New York City What is the traditional name of Livingston's Tony Macaroni Arena? Alvindale <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Say that again Is it Alvindale? Alvindale Al- You've Al- watched Al- too much chipmunks <laughs> Alvindale What is it? Alvindale Alvindale What is it? <laughs> Somebody reset him <laughs> What is it? Almondvale oh, That's what I meant Oh I must get that <laughs> Beef Oh I must get that What a that. chance James we can't give him that can we? Well mm, Jury's out No chance no, listen. To go to Var. Var says no He's not getting Shut it Don't up, worry Jimmy Albion a Yeti is on loan at Celtic uh, On loan from Celtic At a team in which country Somehow you both got that And it's Switzerland Sturm Graz Well done I'm impressed Because I, th- I thought that was tough Well done James um, I'm happy with that yeah, Sturm Graz is Austria. Aye. So it is. See Aye. that producer Chris, what's Aye. happening here? I was going to say Austria. I've just looked down at my paper. It says Switzerland brackets. Sturm Graz. Come on, Chris. Listen, 
This game's cancelled So where is he? He's in Austria oh, He's DL's got your number right. <laughs> It's cancelled That's brilliant for James Point for getting that one That wrong one right James the problem is I thought it was maybe The only one you got right So we'll find he's, out He's won the point He's saying for getting The wrong <laughs> one right Producer Chris is scrambling He's in my ear He's going It's because he's Swiss I know he's Swiss That doesn't help us anyway Nil nil right Or one each Doesn't matter really I Does it Your level that. Your level um, Who did James Tavernier Replace as Rangers captain Lee Wallace Oh no did James get that? No he didn't uh, The footballer who released a book It is World Book Day and all that In 2019 called iRobot It was Peter Crouch But you passed it No you, you no did. no you did. no You did You passed it That's a great shout Brilliant. How did you know that? Because of the robot dance The robot dance ah, I'll do it for his good stand up I'll we'll do it No my knee's killing me um, So none of you get that So it's still nil nil <laughs> Here was my, my James if you ever play again See if it's a 50-50 You can't be taking as long as that It took ages on your 50-50 Malky Mackay or Derek McInnes For the most Scotland caps It is Malky Mackay So you went for the wrong one James Derek uh, Malky James No he did He got two And Malky Mackay got five So not James much James go and get a donut out And just look at the centre Hold That's on. what you're getting You're only one nil up at this point I'm, okay. I'm on the victory here uh, James Sands has left To return to New York City 2-0 Gordon Deal. Jimmy boy The good, fox has foxed it <laughs> Good job that Almond Dale Or Alvin Dale Alvin, Or whatever Alvin it was uh, uh, Didn't, would, didn't would, count in the would, end Would you not have given me that? Under no circumstances I thought that was a great guess I'll tell you what I would give James the first one <laughs> It really doesn't matter You won anyway Hard lines James uh, It was technically a zero But we'll give you one out of sympathy well done, Gordon. Well Good done, man. James. Unlucky, mate. That was James. The questions are terrible, right? One, they're not even correct. So how are we supposed to get the right answers? That was a blow for producer Chris. I, I will concede because you have slaughtered him, and then, aye, he's yeah. This guy, he's this guy, I, I don't even know where he makes these questions up. 2019. That's not even a Scottish football question. Doesn't matter. It's World Book Day, and you'll see why later. A wee treat for you later on in the show Well, am I getting a book? I've got a, a further book day treat On top of you two reading the Gruffalo mm. Mm. Good yeah. it. Anyway, it was a victory Another one, Tuesday <clears throat> night How did it go last night? Has the listeners won any yet? Uh, no, actually No nah. um, There's not much competition out there nowadays Five Was it five nil or 5-1 For Marvin last night Yeah he need to get mm. some better opposition Aye, They don't on. know their stuff That's <sighs> mm. me I've, I've not even looked at a paper or anything today I'm just Is that different from any other day? <laughs> no just just of, I've never looked at a paper for you Just out of curiosity um, Right the elephant in the room I have to discuss it I've been oh, I can't even focus on the first part of the show Because oh. I've been desperate to get it off my chest We've been speaking for the last couple of weeks how you were due to star in a music video. Yeah. Yesterday was the day and someone sent me a picture of it last night. I tweeted it on my Twitter account at Gordon Duncan 7 to check it out and tell me, is it or is it not the worst picture you've ever seen in the history of photography? Because you dressed as a DJ with gold chains around oh. your neck, sunglasses on. Look. I'm, Horrific. I am going to make you guys... Honestly, your your world when the video comes out and it will be released. Or I think we're going abroad to release it first and foremost. Um, it's a song by Kenny Lee Roberts, terrific, terrific singer, called 
Giving it Travolta Obviously That's what the song's called Yeah By the way You I'll, play a DJ in I this play, video I, I play a DJ in it right And I've got oh to say right, word. I've got to say George Bowie will tell you Because he's released a, a thing with Kevin McGuire Wagon Wheel Right And Kevin Where's was at me Kevin was at me last night To maybe hook up with him And do a, a bit in the future Gordon I was sensational <laughs> I, I, I couldn't sleep last night The adrenaline rush I got Buzz like a performer I had I, Honestly I had the beats gone I had everybody up on the floor Not on uh, The floor was what, what were you doing Were you like jumping up oh, and down I was and... jumping up and down I was giving it <laughs> All that oh, There they go On the feet and everything <laughs> That's disturbing Because <laughs> wow. the people at home Cannot visually see Is that uh, why he's doing Is that why you've got a sore oh, knee Oh my knee's loud <laughs> <laughs> I had to go home and put an ice ice pack on my knee, right? I mean, it's killing me. I didn't realise how hard the work it was if you put the effort well, in, being right? Being a fake DJ. Yeah, but but there's a lot of good movements in there. Mark, have you seen him? I was disgusting. See, honestly, see <laughs> so when I, I saw the picture, I was embarrassed, not only for the only his full family, but for us, because we're associated with him. The only thing that saved me was... Nothing Matt, saved you Frank Frank Macca Come in with a white suit on I swear Honestly, He, he see, wears that every day <laughs> The comments I think he burst it The comments on the Twitter Are not being so kind Craig Meekle says that You're a new member Of oldie looking chain Oh like that oh, aye. We uh, play in words Johnston Tully Murdoch Alden Hay Unclear who he supports Says it's more like Pat Butcher on holiday <laughs> <laughs> Pat good. Butcher was there She was <laughs> up on the floor That's good Paul Patterson Very important question Is the Dazzler Going through his Fifth midlife <laughs> Crisis <laughs> Scott Lorimer says Kevin and Perry have grown up <laughs> That's exactly I'll, who you look like Do you know Do you know what I would seriously consider If Andy's out there And To take me under their wing I fancy that I, I feel like That's my sort of a What pretending to be a DJ here? Don't need to pretend I'll put some music well, on You know what you Why don't, don't you do just it? Stay in here After super scoreboard On a Saturday night And you've got the top man there George He'll He'll I'm I, sure George would be happy to George, let you George, take, take George over. George is going to get the, the moves day. I've got. I, I've I get some really good moves there. I, I, you know, a lot of people were impressed. There were people coming up and, and and asking for me to put on songs. They were up on the dance floor all night. Okay, we only had one song, but <laughs> Nathan I, I was, Carter. <laughs> no, it was Kenny. Kenny Lee Robert, fantastic. Given it for You can check it out there. It's out in the thirty foot. Get out there Went and it buy out. it. Went to it. 31st of March I think oh, I'll have that big platinum thing Up my wall In the, the house <laughs> I, I honestly don't know How you get yourself In the these situations Awful Anyway if you want to see The picture that's over there On Twitter Let's get back to football With William uh, Who's in Uddingston tonight How's it going William? <laughs> good evening Gordon yeah, I'm, so, I, I'm sorry if you haven't To follow that That was nonsense Just take it away No Gordon uh, Just tell it to Gordon Gordon you should bring it a, a, a book The world book Day of the world's Thousands of the best excuses Honestly <laughs> <laughs> That's true Excuses for what? I mean Because every time I, I try the excuses Don't know A contrast with year As it end I mean Disneyland That's Two Disneyland's One in France One in America But anyway It's true what William says That is You're an excuse factory <laughs> I think that's a bit unfair William Anyway Anyway What was your point William? God, you know You know what I've got That lesson we have so anyway <laughs> Well, can I just make a kind of point? The last year and a half, I've been a sports producer. Everything's been about Rangers, Rangers rebuild this and Rangers rebuild that next thing. I think you've got to remember something here: is that across the city, and I'm a Celtic supporter, and Costa Cobble will be looking forward right into the summer, 
knowing that Rangers will make changes. And he will be making changes irrespective of whether he's got a good settled squad or not. Now he'll move players on and move on like I think even Ralsey could move on because he didn't he's struggling to get in. Stephen Walsh will move on, Mikey Johnson. A lot of players there are not going to get back in that Celtic squad. So I think what really should be doing is looking at saying, you know, okay, Rangers are moving on, Michael Beale's got to do this, Michael Beale's got to do that. It's one thing, two things. Michael Beale does not have the same attraction as Stephen Gerrard. That's a that's a fact. And that's one thing. So as another big factor here is money. If Celtic gone and won the 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 this pace the the league, that where's where's Rangers got to get this money from? Because money's got to dictate money dictates everything in life. And where is Rangers got to get this money to bring on these eight, nine, ten players? Because you know these players are still going to be paid. Agents are going to be paid. Um, you should get paid. God knows for what. But everybody's <laughs> got to get paid. So you know where's this money come from? That Rangers are all of a sudden are just going to be turning this this. Massively super duper team. Has mm. Postecoglou and Celtic board of directors are not going to sit back and let Rangers suddenly take over and dominate Glasgow again? It's just not going to harm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't argue with that. I don't think that's necessarily what anyone's really saying, though, Mark. It's just no. again, it's a, it's, <clears throat> it is a compliment because everyone is having this discussion because they're saying Rangers need lots of different players and they need there are glaring deficiencies. People aren't. Thinking about what Celtic are going to do Because They're good at the moment That's the thing It's hard to see what they need When they, they are so good But I get what William's saying he, You know Ange Postacoglu isn't one Just to rest in his laurels And think everything's rosy He's so shown that January. With Jackie Marcus Yeah of course And By the way the names that William mentioned there I think he could be right Unfortunately It's the young Scottish ones he mentions But that doesn't mean he's wrong With that Um but Postacoglu will strengthen He's got a goal Not just to win the league In the domestic cups here But to improve Celtic On the European stage That's the next step For Ange Postacoglu His comments after the game On Sunday About longevity And you know What he wants to build At Celtic Were interesting That that struck me as On the European stage He wants to improve dramatically And that will Take signings That will be What he said At the AGM you know, being ready to move in the transfer window. So I don't think anyone's suggesting he will stand still. But it's just in comparison to where Rangers are. Rangers need a the only thing, rebuild. The, the only thing I disagree with William, and I totally understand his arguing about right, Stephen Gerrard, but Michael Beale will attract players to Rangers because of the club. The same way as, you know, Postacoglu come in and probably Matt O'Reilly didn't know a lot about Postacoglu. And he come up and he signed. He's been a terrific signing. Uh, doesn't mean to say he's got to get his signings right, but Rangers are an attractive club to sign. They're a, they're a massive football club, of course. They are the same as Celtic. And uh, Postacoglu's tapped into the Japanese one, where he where he knew most of the players. Uh, Michael Beale knows a lot of the English market. Be working down there for all those years and being involved in it. Um, yes, it certainly helps if you've got a. A Steven Gerrard, you know, when a player's maybe sitting on the fence, could maybe sway it. But Rangers will attract players, but it's what kind of players and what sort of a money that they're going to get in. That's a, that's a big question mark One, for me. Probably get stuck into this in the, the summer and the close season, William. But since you mention it, where does Celtic upgrade? Where does the Celtic team look to upgrade? Well, I, well to be perfectly honest, your producer asked me the exact same thing, and I don't think. You know, there's a massive upgrade. I think, you know, if, as, as Mark said, they're like uh, 
Jerry Mackie's go and they let uh, Ivanovic go. So I, I think you'll bring in players of uh, uh, an ilk. They may, might not be a lot better, but I think they'll still be on the same level where you look at the change in five players in 60, 65 minutes and it doesn't, it doesn't weaken but strengthens the side. So I think you'll bring in players uh, on a like-for-like level. You certainly got to bring in players that are going to make the team any weaker. The like for like would be sort of standing still, though, wouldn't it? At any club, you know, like if you were if you were constantly replacing players like for like that, that would be standing still. And the whole point of your call was to say that Celtic won't do that. So there must be somewhere they can upgrade if if you don't think they'll stand still. Yeah, I can see your point of view, but again, despite the fact you know, say that you know, I mean, let's be honest, Celtic are owned by a billionaire. You know, they're owned by so they get billions, but they've still got a budget. So they probably will be looking to bring in players that are better, but I think what you'll probably find is that it's, uh, and I seen it on Saturday, uh, Sunday, sorry, excuse me, uh, when Morelos came off, he, he kicked a, 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 a kicked a spot, had a tantrum, blah blah blah. Kyogo comes off and bounces to the crowd with a smile on his face. So, and even if you look back at the footage from Sunday, when Rangers scored, not one single player. And for about 15, 20, maybe 30 seconds, no, not, part. not one player chased after Morelos to even put their hand round him. Go back and look at the footage. So I, I think I don't think Morelos actually helps that team. Um, and a, and a, 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 you know, it, it doesn't really bring much to the players either, I don't think. So I don't, I don't know whether he's a proper figure or not. But can I just say something? Well, what the, where did that come from? That, even mm-hmm. if that is the case, what's that got to do with well, the, 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 who upgrades where? There's two things to that. One, um, let's address it Kyogo comes off He scored two Celtic at that time Are winning the cup Why of course are talking about Exactly Morales comes off frustrated They're 2-1 down They're losing the cup Rangers mm. fans run uh, Rangers players run up the pitch Because they want to try And get back in the game So I don't know where William's going with that argument. Interesting part Because look William William makes a very good point When he comes on Celtic won't stand still I cannot For the life of me Imagine Ange Postacoglu Would like to stand still so therefore, I'm just curious, what area of that team does he think can get better? Because they're pretty good in case you had the uh, lowest. Well, let's let's look where he wants to improve on the European stage, of course. So, uh, where did they struggle in Europe? Well, they lost too many goals, of course, but how many chances did they create without putting any away? Kyogo, top scorer in Scotland, I think he's a terrific player, but you just wonder, if you're asking where did he improve? And if he wants to get to the latter stage of Europe, does Kyogo... Is Kyogo better for a season in the Champions League or do they need an improvement to play in that stage? That's the questions the Celtic manager will be asking. Thank himself. you to William. It's 01419511025. Got a bit of a different teaser for you. Coming up next. Mm. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon Dieller here at 01419511025 uh, We had a bit of fun didn't we because it was World Book Day We had a recording of you two helping out the breakfast show Reading the Gruffalo earlier And it's it's inspired your favourite poet out there Curious Creatures Oh the Curious saying, uh, He says the fox and the mouse at SSB and all for World Book Day The strangest fox you've ever heard as the children run away Invited to his wee fox house to hear his <laughs> DJ grooves, the lady foxes flee the woods. They've seen his creepy moves. <laughs> I think we need to leave that there before um, before we get in trouble. Um, so I've actually incorporated World Book Day into your full time teaser tonight. It's a bit different. Well, it's not one of them like, can you name X people who've done blah, and then we, we rhyme it off to the mm-hmm. end of the show. Okay. I've resurrected something that we did in the show years ago, 
And it was such good fun That I wanted to bring it back And I know you two won't remember I'm going to play you a clip Of Hugh Keevans Reading A footballer's autobiography And you need to tell me Who the player is And I've got a couple of them So I don't know I'll just play one And we'll just just see how it it goes Come on Yeah You ready? Uh Yeah. Yeah Right okay I think an easy one I'd waited long enough Hit hard The ball was there Take that, you And don't ever stand over me sneering about fake injuries. Got one to kick us off, Gordon. Nothing. I was going to go down the the Roy Aitken, Peter Grant way. No. (laughs) Roy Keane. Over Haaland. So it was. When you said Roy there, I thought, bingo. You've got it. Hold on a minute. Did you write these books? I'm going down the road. Do you know what an autobiography is? Yeah, but who writes autobiographies for guys? Get, get a full time teaser back. This is new. This isn't going to go down well. What do you mean? How can Hugh write autobiographies for your autobiography? You write it about yourself. That's the whole point. That's what it means. Yeah, but does Hugh not put them all down in the, the, the paragraphs? And well, that would be a biography, but the auto bit means right. that you do it about yourself. He's getting confused because Hugh's reading. Just because Hugh writes right. from a book. That's, that's somebody else's book. Hugh's just reading it to try right, and fool okay. us, pull the wool over our right, eyes. I thought, I thought, right, okay, right, I'm fine. I'm so you him. thought I was just going to play a, a selection of, of books, books that Hugh Evans has written? Yeah, for players. Like, I'll, I'll do this like, bit, Robin. Like, I'll take his update. You, like, you relax. Like you Hugh's a busy just night. written a book for someone lately, hasn't he? Yeah, but that's nothing to do with this. I thought that's what you were saying. He was reading out, right? Okay. Whose autobiography? I was, was Roy that? Keane's. Great. Okay. Yeah, right. This one's a bit more difficult. I'll try and uh, see what you think of this one. Being part of a team that belongs to everyone makes me feel good. A lot of the time, it's better than. It lasts longer, and if it falls flat, it can't just be your fault. It takes you to a higher level. Much better to be a soldier on the pitch than in the bedroom. George Best. No. I'm going down. I'm in the right road there. Liverpool. Ah, not remotely. I'll just leave that one for you. It's Uh, it's a bit more difficult. English or Scottish? Oh, neither. He's a continental superstar. Continental. Nah. And we'll leave it We'll just We'll leave it sitting there For the rest of the show And I've got a few others If you manage to get it Let's bring in Serge Who's a Rangers fan What's your point tonight Serge? Uh, good evening panel uh, uh, I'm a wee bit disappointed uh, At some respect Michael Beal Is getting Especially off my failed support Now You could see He picked the wrong team Especially in midfield Especially the selection of Tamara Now we go 2-0 down. Now, we've all seen Rangers teams capitulate, especially Partey at the start of the season. And the, uh, all right, somebody brought on, they could have brought him on a wee bit quicker, right? But the game swung in Rangers' favour for about the last 25 minutes of that game. We just couldn't get the chance or we were unlucky with Trollac. Now, we know there's a gap. Now, I wish people would listen to what people actually said. He did they say we need three or four signings complete. We need three or four big, massive and that could be That doesn't need to be for loads of money That could be good young players Who are gems, who are hungry That are going to make that team a lot better There'll be more signings than four And we don't need to spend a fortune 
I just can't believe the way people are saying, oh, we're mild being Celtic. Well, no. We are, I think it's a lot closer than what people think. Over the course of your season, I would say Celtic are probably miles ahead if you look over the course of your season, but uh, head to head, I don't think it's as big as people are thinking. It is me. It certainly is me, because if you look at that game, there was only one team in it the last 25 minutes. And all right, Celtic have done a couple of great chances to beat up the park trying to, uh, try to get the equaliser. But we've all seen Rangers teams capitulate at 2-0. I thought it was going to be another doing it 2-0 I think that is fair right Because you couldn't possibly say Rangers capitulated But at the same time Serge There must be a contradiction That there's only one team in it In the last 25 minutes But oh yeah Celtic carved out a couple of Really good opportunities that, Those both can't coexist surely No but See there's only one team in it In the last 25 minutes but, but Celtic could have scored twice You said Sorry you also acknowledge that Celtic had two absolute sitters Celtic had two better chances At the end than anything Rangers created And I, I, listen it might well be Because Rangers were pushing forward But it still happened Oh certainly I'm not denying that But what I'm saying is We, we had to be cavalier It was very very late in the game So we so we had to leave gaps and take chances I'm not saying they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have done that And I, I'm fully aware There were two chances they should have buried but you've got to look in the context of the game Up until that ring There was only one team in it the last 25 minutes Unless I was watching a different game um, uh, I think Well your opinion differs from me I said at the time There was a swing when Rangers scored Or just about that period Even before they scored Rangers started gaining more territory They actually had a go There was nothing to lose And I think we can all agree on that But when you analyse the game What did Rangers create what did Joe Hart have to do in a period that Serge is thinking there was only one team in it? Nothing, really. Celtic, when they had their chance. As you heard me say, in the last 25 minutes, we were the far better team, but we didn't lay a glove. Maybe a party of Chola. Well, see, that's the Calamity's a sitter as well. Right? That was it. That was it. No, uh, that right, was it 2 0. Uh, right, right. Or 1 0, uh, sorry. And people are saying about being hard up 5-1. Like, but what I will say is we keep getting done with the same goal with Celtic down the right-hand side and there's two players want to put that in. But anybody who thinks Michael Beale will know they a good job if given the right backing. I'm not saying they'll make his world beaters because uh, the team needs to end think they're world beaters. And they'll know they're a good side. Don't get me wrong. But they'll know they're, they're no Real Madrid. They're no Barcelona. Thanks for that. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone would say they are, um, Gordon. But what do you think? I, I, I'm sort of glad Serge makes this point because the Rangers fans have been very critical. That's not to say they're wrong either, but it's just good to hear a little bit of balance. It's good to know that there are Rangers fans out there who don't think the gap's absolutely massive, like some people do. Um, and I'll let you lot decide who's right Yeah, um, I think we'll all agree There's certainly a gap Whether you're in the camp of Massive Or it can be closed um, Within, you know The next transfer window Kicking on to the next season um, But I, I'm glad that Serge has come on And defended the manager Because, yes, the minute you play uh, Celtic And especially a cup final And you lose that cup final You come under, you come under scrutiny for 
tactics, team selection, substitutions. Of course you do. Um, I've said it since day one. I said that when Ange Postacoglu walked into Celtic Park, there was a lot of rebuilding, a lot of work to be done. He had to be given that time, the support, the transfer windows. He was given that, and the success he's brought Celtic's been absolutely brilliant. Now, Michael Beale's got to be given the same opportunity. And Rangers fans have got to be, yes, disappointed with uh, the weekend, of course. Um, they lost the cup final to Celtic, which will certainly hurt them. But they've got to look forward and hope that they trust Michael Beale to have the same impact, or certainly near it, as the Celtic manager had in the transfer window when he came in and started recruiting. Mm, so, Serge, ultimately, you, you're you're still managing to find a bit of a... Optimism or hope You still You think you've got the right man You don't think the squad Needs too much Surgery No I'm not saying The squad doesn't need Too much surgery It doesn't need too It, it doesn't need The whole Money Silly money Thrown at it The right players At the right price Don't don't be fooled That this guy Doesn't know What, what needs done Right But what I will say to you Do you think In the gap between Celtic and Rangers Right now Is as big as what uh, Maybe when Rangers won the league the season before with Celtic, or Big Andrew seems to be the messiah up here, they do. Do you think the gap between Rangers and Celtic was bigger then and Big Andrew won the league the next season than what it is now? So, so, what's the question? Do we think the gap when Rangers won the league over Celtic was bigger than the, the current gap? We keep saying it, we keep hearing it off. Uh, Rangers and Celtic fans They believe Celtic are over the hill And far away mm-hmm. So put it to you See when Rangers won 55 And what was the gap Was it 20 odd points And Big Ange came in And what they league the next season Do you think then the gap was bigger Then or is it bigger now mm-hmm. Because you can turn round A big gap Given the right major And the right players Sure yeah I would agree with that last point Well history shows you that po- To be clear Obviously the points gap was bigger That's not it's not up for debate, is it? Of course, uh, no. But Serge is right with the right manager um, that Celtic have shown. He's, he's proven that point. Then the gap mm. can be overturned. Now, yeah, because the go- going back to the start of last season, I did not hear anyone thinking that Celtic could win no, the league. Of course not. No, but, we, we all kind of said the same because it was an unknown quantity. The mess that Celtic were in. Serge, I mean. Are Rangers in the mess that Celtic were at that point? No, definitely not. Of course not. Um, Michael Beale has shown that he's got a squad capable of winning games and going on a long run in the league. Um, so there's progression there. But the gap, is there a big gap? Yes, there is. In terms of the overall structure of the club, Celtic to Rangers, where they stand, their squad, their depths of squad... The players and the ability the players have got I, I think there is a gap Even though when they come together The games have been fairly tight But that just doesn't mean Oh everything's tight between them Celtic are a much more well-oiled machine At the minute With everything running smoothly Than Rangers are mm, Thank you to Serge 01419511025 You got this right? Yeah Being part of a team that belongs to everyone Makes me feel good A lot of the time it's better than It lasts longer and if it falls flat, can't just be your fault. It takes you to a higher level. Much better to be a soldier on the pitch than in the bedroom. Think I know. You know that? Yeah. I'll tell you what, you know that'll be very Italian. Impressive. Think Italian. Language all over there he's speaking. 
Oh, I'm a language of love expert. Oh Pierlo. Yes. Oh, no way. A man of culture. Because I'm a man of culture. Like you, have, you have caused quite the stir, I must admit. Why? Um, well, I'm, I'm furious at Jerry who's pointing out that um, there are occasions when an autobiography can be written for someone else. But I'm not giving you any credit as if you knew that. The whole purpose here is. All right, so there's no apology. You, you, hold on. You think Hugh Evans wrote Roy Keane's autobiography. That's all we need to. He's a man of many talents. I know he can write anything. That one was that one was Pierlo. Here's your one for after the break, right? I closed down one of their wingers. I tried to block his cross, but I felt a sting in my privates. I thought that doesn't feel right. I'd slid into the tackle, so I didn't know whether I'd sat in my own studs or if his boot had followed through and caught me. I just knew my was stinging like. Wow, you can have a few minutes to think about that one and tell me the That's answer next. a lot of pain. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DLR here at 0141-951-1025. World Book Day, did you get this yet? Who's this? Whose autobiography is Hugh reading from? I closed down one of their wingers. I tried to block his cross, but I felt a sting in my privates. I thought, that doesn't feel right. I'd slid into the tackle, so I didn't know whether I'd sat in my own studs or if his boot had followed through and caught me. I just knew my was stinging like... Wow. Mm, I'm going nothing worse, eh? So that. Nothing right. worse. I'm stitches, thinking of fullback because the wingers no, stitches. It required stitches. Oh, yeah, I've read it there. Uh, somebody with a very Danny low, low voice. No, I, I'm going Stephen Gerrard. Because I think I've heard this before. Uh, Stephen Gerrard. Yes! Stevie G. Stevie G. With the stitches and he's. Yeah. <coughs> yeah really? Yeah. Imagine ones. that. Mm. I'd rather not You had that before? <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> World book day There we are That's the type of fun That brings you On this show now, do, you know, should, do you not remember us? Hugh recorded these In 2018 It's on our Twitter feed Can't remember And I thought That's... I would just bring them back They're and, uh, quite good For what purpose? For World book day? I think so uh, yeah yeah YouTube Yeah that, that's so quite YouTube. Come on give us another one I'll leave Let's give Right this is one to leave you For the end of the The show The show 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 I decided this man Could not be trusted An inch I would not want to expose my back to him in a hurry. Bunny Jones. Nope. Gaza. Now, I'll tell you who he's talking about. Sir Alex. Yes. Oh, Poland. Oh, that was good. That was... I thought I was saying it was Sir Alex's No, no, he's talking talking about about Sir Alex. Oh, well... No, uh, I... I'll leave it there You can try and come up with it Before the end of the show Let's hear from the new Dundee United manager Things moved quickly This time last night We said he was Going to be named It was imminent It happened just after We went off air It is Jim Goodwin Just six weeks or so after That image of him Walking across the pitch Easter Road As Aberdeen manager And uh, now of course He's going to face Aberdeen In his first game On Saturday I believe in that group. It's as simple as that. I believe I've inherited a very, very good squad. You know, I think you know there's two managers lost their jobs this season at this club, and I think the players have got a sense of guilt how that has happened. You know, it's always the manager who eventually falls on the sword because it's a lot easier to get rid of one man as opposed to get rid of twenty. 
But I do think the players that are there take responsibility. I think they're all honest enough to look in the mirror and take their accountability for what's happened. And um, I think they're desperate to make amends. They're desperate to put things right. They're desperate to show the supporters that this actually does mean something to them. Yeah, we've all got to now start pulling in the right direction. And the players have got an opportunity over the next 12 games to make amends, to restore some pride and to ensure that this club remains a Premier League club next season. Good appointment or bad appointment is not for me That's for you and the callers Because you're the ones that provide opinions But it's a remarkable appointment Mark I think I can yeah. say that with some certainty I don't think any of us would have seen it coming um, A couple of days ago We were on here chatting when Tony Ashgar Departed the club And Jim's name wasn't even in the running I or think let, just even go six weeks ago well, Think about that night in here It was well, the most dramatic evening I was. That's what I was going to say Purely because the time frame all of this A manager To lose his job uh, And then go six weeks And he's in What what you class as A local rivalry I mean that's That's when I was at the club Aberdeen were Our rivals as well as Dundee So It's quite remarkable Look, I'm delighted For Jim Everybody knows Jim's a pal of mine's And Management's a cruel game You know He built up a career um, You know Going through the right channels And then got a big job and it didn't work out over a number of weeks after the World Cup. I think we can all agree with that. I think Jim said that. He, he, they were sitting third place. Everything's looking rosy. 80-odd minutes against Celtic, although it wasn't attractive. The game plan was working to get a point at the game. And then, bang, everything goes to pot. Loses goal against Celtic. Loses two in injury time against Rangers. Beat back heavily by Hearts. And then the worst result. Of all the two against him So it all happened in a short space of time Lose his job And sometimes that can take managers A lot of time To get over And get back in But when an opportunity like United presents itself Then it's a no-brainer For Jim Suits the club It's a short-term appointment Because behind the scenes Everything's still in a transitional period And it suits Jim He's right back in With something to prove At a club with good players That's every chance of surviving we had a different character at the helm. Some business, this managerial game, Gordon. Shocked. I, I, I've got to admit, I'm shocked. I agree, I agree with Mark in the sense that we know Jim. I, I love him as a guy and it's very hard to sit here. But if it's any other manager, you're looking at a guy that, in the, let's even go, last 10 games with Aberdeen. Now, he's spent a lot of money. He's won one game. He got 5-0 at Tynecastle. He gets 6-0 at Easter Road. And he recorded the worst a result in the history of Aberdeen by losing in the cup to Darvo. His goals against with Aberdeen's record in the league was something like 40 odd goals in 23 games. It was probably the highest in the league. And Dundee United have brought him in to save them from relegation, a team that's really, really struggling. Now, I hope Jim goes in there and, and recreates his career because. He come in for a bit of stick at Aberdeen. I wish him all the very best. But looking at it from Dundee United, I think it was a case of Jim Goodwin, it suits us because it's to the end of the season. We're not committing to long term. We know that they've spoken to Craig Levine. Craig Levine decided that if they weren't a long term plan there, there was no interest whatsoever. So Jim got the opportunity. I totally take on board uh, Jim's reason of saying yes to it. He's out a job, he wants to get back and prove himself. He's a fighter, Jim, he's a winner, and I hope he does. But if Jim then ends up with the CV of 
not getting them out of trouble I don't think it does his reputation of manager any good Look we get stick for the quality of the play at times Which is fine and we have our faults But my goodness The storylines that Scottish football produces Time and time again 6pm Saturday night Dundee United Against Aberdeen With Jim Goodwin in the home dugout Unbelievable And, and in the away dugout is Barry Robson Who you know Took the job on afterwards And he has to give his own opinions uh, Of things And I don't think he's, he's said anything outrageous Barry But It's always a funny one that You know Coming up against someone who Was previously on your staff Who's remained in the yeah, I think the relationship's the fine I think mm. it's fine But it's, it makes for An absolute soap opera mm. Of a game that should be a cracker We're going to stay on till 10 o'clock for it I think I'd love that. All right, yeah, that'd be good. That's great. Um, By ten, George Smash Bowie will be. George Bowie will well, be delighted. Well, I could do Bowie stuff. For you him. could. That's Tell true. Tell him just to stay. It's Alan Burrow's first game at Aberdeen as well. I don't think he'll play the way. I think it comes a bit too soon for him. Um, <laughs> did you come up with your last? We're, we're going David Beckham. No. Gordon Strachan. Gordon Strachan. See, I know the gaffer well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was well done. Thank you. I enjoyed that game. It was That's good. So Good for right. Thank you to both of you. I wish you both well to have a good couple of days till we speak again. If you are going to be taken away to be children's authors we'll remember or yous. music video sensations, please do stay in touch. It was a pleasure. It was fun while it lasted. Thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Thanks for all your calls, all your tweets, and to the vast majority who just sat quietly and shouted. I'm not. You can't shout quietly, but. Shouted inside your head How much nonsense Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson Talked tonight But my apologies We're back tomorrow Two far more sensible characters Than Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller And Callum Gallagher Is up next Have a good night